Thank you for joining us. We are your hosts, Maxim Shalopa and David Tooney. We welcome you to this week's episode of the Share Chair Podcast, where we tell stories and learn from listening. Gabe Gardner, welcome to the Share Chair Podcast. <laughs> Thanks for having me. Uh huh. You uh, make a quick impression on people, I think. Uh, <laughs> Have you been told this before? Uh, once by you, actually. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Oh, I don't. Only me. You think Pretty you much, make yeah. quick impressions? Wait, well, are you not as gregarious in other classes? Well, I mean, so it really depends on the kind of audience I have, right? Go, okay. So, like with you or Max, like I'm comfortable around you guys. So, like I can be as big as I want to, but when I'm in a class where I don't know anybody, including the teacher, I'm like. Nyeh. It, okay. Understandable. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah I, su- yeah, I suppose so. What about in your, like, outside of school life? So, so, okay, we're already jumping into it maybe just a bit too much. <laughs> Welcome, Gabe. And maybe you could tell the listeners a few things about yourself. How old you are, what makes up your family, what do you like doing around school and all that sort of stuff. Well, as you probably heard, I'm Gabe Gardner. <laughs> I'm a 10th grader here at Spring Lake High School, Great. and uh, I'm 15. I'm going to turn 16 in April, actually. Right. Um, well, I'm kind of involved in drama club. I do those fall plays, but not really the spring musicals, and uh, that's about it. I have a dog. Her name is Sadie. Excellent. Yeah. And uh, who's it, who makes up your family? Uh, my mom and my dad and me and my dog, and that's who I live with. Awesome. Cool. Great. Um, so, yeah, let's go back to that conversation. You're like, what? what is it that makes you – so the thing I love about you and one of the reasons I wanted you on the podcast is I just think you're like a fun storyteller, <laughs> really open, um, gregarious, social self. But you're saying mm, – Maybe, maybe not. It, well, I'm not the guy to ask that about myself. Okay. See, I don't ever like to answer questions about myself that I'm not so sure because I'm not the one that's in that's looking at me from the outside. So. But how does it feel? Okay, so so let's reverse that then. From the inside, you're like, yeah, there's a comfort or a discomfort, and people can either make me comfortable, and then I can be then then I open up and am a little louder, and when I'm uncomfortable, I just stay quiet. Is that is that right? Is that how you perceive it? I check the vibe of the room, and if the vibe is big and active, then that's what I'll do. Then and you if can it's fill quiet, it. Yeah. And if it's quiet and not so active, then I'll kind of lean back on it. Okay. And, but do you have a preference of how to be? Oh, yeah. I totally like to be big and active. And <laughs> okay. Got it. Got it. Which is why the play fits like a nice right, play. Right. <laughs> and why, and why I think in an English class, or at least in an English class where we were reading Romeo and Juliet last year, I was like, who's this kid? This is so much fun to have uh, this guy. I have, Maxim, I'm going to tell you, I've, I've called Gabe Gardner the, the young David Tooney. <laughs> There's a lot of, I think, uh, you know, similarities in terms of... Um, I think you can soci- hear it in our laughs. Sociability and all that stuff. So, But Gabe, I mean, has this been your style since you were young? Like, what was it like to be a young... Did you Have you been in Spring Lake schools your whole, your whole life? No. Okay. I moved here in ninth grade. Oh, just last year? Yeah. Oh, from where? 
Mona Shores. Okay. That's where I had been going to school for my entire life. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Elementary school and all that. What inspired yeah. that move? I mean, your family uh, moved as well? Like yeah, in, yeah, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so... It's a really long and convoluted story, but the short answer is my pa- my grandparents wanted to move to Florida, and we wanted to move out of our old house on Norton Shores, so we moved to Spring Lake into my grandparents' house, and here we are. Oh, okay. Yeah, and then and that's how it is. And how has that... So I actually... I guess now that you say it, I kind of go, oh, yeah, that's right, but I feel like... I'd forgotten. <laughs> so how is this transition going? I mean, you're, in essence, a, I'd call you n- nearly a new student. So many students stay in Spring Lake through the right. entire right, right, experience. Right. Uh, well, what are you asking? I'm wondering how it's going here at Spring Lake versus, oh, versus like your Mona Shores middle school experience. Oh, I love it much more here. <laughs> okay, okay. The people are a lot nicer, or at least the people that I surround myself with and... Yeah, like the teachers a lot more here too. Okay. So, what? But, but maybe that's what I'm asking. Like, who are the people that you like? Like, what kind of personalities or what kind of like traits are in people that you go? You know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna hook myself to that person. What do you value? Well, uh, they have to come to me. Oh, okay. Like, I don't like to seek people out. That's my thing, is that if they don't want, if they don't spend the time to get to try and get to know me, I don't want to spend the time to get to know them. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But you've told me, like, you don't like school. I don't. <laughs> <laughs> Did you hear the uh, uncertainty in his voice there, Maxim? A touch. <laughs> all that, All that uncertainty. I don't. <laughs> What's up with that? Because, I mean, you know, because so... So in that way, you're not a young David Tooney. I, of course, loved school so much I wanted to make a career of it. But you don't love school. What's, can you talk to us about uh, that a little bit? Okay, I shouldn't say that I don't like school. I, like the school a- I don't like the school aspect about school. I like the sociability of everything. Mm-hmm. I like being around people. That's just me. I do not like to be by myself unless, you know, I'm being, if I'm being shown that I should be by myself, which is quite often. That's another story. Um, but I like people, and I don't like to be forced to do things. And school is being forced to do something by the government, <laughs> <laughs> surrounded by people you don't necessarily like. So, but I'm hearing a little bit of, like, um, sort of juxtaposition. It's like, yeah, I don't, I'm surrounded by people I don't necessarily like, but I like the sociability. So how do you, can you make sense of that for me? Like, what is that? What is that? Help me understand that a little bit better. Well, so I like the interactions with people just in passing. Uh Like I'll say hello to somebody I I see in the hallway and I'm like, hey, blank. And they say, hey, back. And I like that. But when they start getting butting heads it's not so great so yeah so you find you find your tight friends and then and then you spend time with them and that makes you feel good but some of the yeah it's very understandable especially in such a big school i mean you know people are bound to butt heads and so you know i find that frustrating as well you know just going that you know i'm gonna get along with some people some i'm not and i guess i think for me the thing that finally made me go like kind of come to terms with, with something like that was thinking like I think it was, it was one of my teachers who mentioned this, that like, this is like the only time you'll ever be put with this, like, 
oddly like specific group of people because like you know we're like we're grouped together in a grade and so never again are we going to be forced to be around such a wide variety of like weird people we just kind of talked about this on um ben and caden's podcast last week yeah that ben and caden besides playing trombone have nothing in common they <laughs> yeah. are two completely <laughs> yeah. different people yeah. and that one thing has made them great friends and nothing but an environment like this where they are forced to be together for you know 12, 12 years 12 yeah is going to create a bind like that and so i've kind of come to appreciate that as now I'm, you know, kind of realizing a few months, you know, it'll start to go away and I'll keep some friends. I won't see some people ever again, but I think it's definitely something that should be learned. Like, you know, you'll, I think you'll eventually kind of come to appreciate it in its own, I guess, like weird, like nuance, I guess. Is it the word? Probably. That, uh, yeah, yeah. It's a word. <laughs> it's a word. <laughs> Probably. It's a word. I mean, yeah, there, because right. The idea is that whatever your job is, you know, you're going to be with more similarly minded people, I guess, depending on what career path you go into or yeah, you're this group like of just sort of randomized by age, by the date in which you were born, kind of that doesn't happen ever again. You know, maybe, maybe college, if you go to college, but even then, you know, there's so much choice in it. You know what I mean? Which college do you go to? What field of study do you do? But here it's just, you get the people you get. Right. <laughs> but you like the people you get. I know you do. You can't tell me you don't. You have a great group of friends, right? I do. Yeah. I do. So what do you love doing with that that crew? Well, so I haven't done much outside with the entire crew. We mm-hmm. haven't done the yet. I want to do that, though. But, like, my best friend, Brendan, I had him over. I've had him over a few times, and he's really great. Awesome. I love Brendan. Shout out to Brendan. I know you're listening. We do love Brendan. I love <laughs> Brendan too. I love Brendan too. It's a. <laughs> uh-huh. it, but why? Tell us. Get the time to he, give a real shout out to Brendan. Brendan is a good guy, an all around good guy. He may not be the brightest, but he's definitely. <laughs> Brendan. <he's> de- <laughs> Brendan, I'm sorry, but I say that in good faith. Uh, he is the nicest guy you'll ever meet. Like, he's so great. I love Brendan. Uh-huh. Good, and, good. Uh, go ahead, go ahead. Uh, Hank, I know you're listening, too. I really like Hank. Okay. He's cool. He's like me, except he's a lot less bitter and a lot more friendly. <laughs> <laughs> I love Hank, too. I love Hank, too. And there you go. Another one. Hey, um, the bitterness. Where, where does that come from? Mm. What, do, what do you have bitterness about? And where, where does that come from? Mm. So, because so, I can see it. As gregarious as you are, as fun as you are, as much as you love to laugh, like, I know you, you kind of, like, like we've talked about, you can hate school. You can hate certain students. So where does that part come from and how are you trying to like balance it also well in essence a dislike and a hate are completely different go on so a dislike is like yes this thing it's cool but i don't like this certain aspect a hate is like i hate everything about that stupid thing get it away from me and i can i can't say i hate many things. I can say I dislike a lot of things, but I can't say I absolutely hate a lot of things other than Indiana Jones and the Temple of Doom. (laughs) You hate the whole thing of everything about it. (laughs) I didn't think it was bad. Oh, 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 Maxim. I mean... I mean, okay, okay. definitely not as good as the others. The aliens were a choice. But, Uh, I mean, 
it's an Indiana Jones movie. It's the movie we got. We're not getting a different one. Right. So we might <laughs> okay. as well enjoy it. Okay. Well, that's, well, okay. Versus nothing. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, <laughs> Temple of Doom versus nothing at all. Right, I mean, well, okay, maybe. Mr. Tooney, I'm going to ask you, would you rather have nothing or would you rather have Indiana Jones and Kingdom of the Crystal Skull? I'd hate that movie, too. <laughs> I really I, hate that movie, wait, too. Temple, wait, is Temple That's of Doom the, new, the first one, right? Temple no, of Doom is the second, second one. second one. Okay, I was thinking of, yeah, no, Crystal Skull. Crystal Skull, I think, was still okay. Yeah, Definitely was, was a bit a bit further restrained. It's, Temple of Doom I enjoyed. It's weird, oh. Crystal Skull, but it's not bad. People say it's bad, but it's not bad. Oh my god, wait, okay, sorry, it's been so long since I've seen them. And now, I, now that I know which one Temple of Doom is, no, Temple of Doom is awesome! That's so cool, mm-hmm. and they're in, like, the mines, and then there's, like, the crazy shaman guy, and, it's and he so, reaches into yeah, the heart and pulls, and pulls the heart out. Like, it's yeah. so cool. And That's, child slavery, and weird um, racial stereotypes, <laughs> and all that fun <laughs> yeah. stuff I mean, that yeah, Steven yeah, Spielberg yeah. himself has said that he wants to get away from. Uh, you know I mean? Part that of, movie? Yeah, that's uh, his least favorite indie movie. Okay. It could have been a product of its time. But, I mean, at the same time as well, it's like, you know, like, in the first Indiana Jones movie, yeah, we're so far off topic. <laughs> there is no topic. This is just how it goes. And this is kind of encapsulates Gabe, too, right? Where it's like, hey, let's talk movies. Gabe, Gabe has an Indiana Jones hat. We got to make sure we get a picture. Anyway, go ahead. <laughs> so, so, okay. You get the idea, right? So, you know. Your, your antagonist, you know, got the Nazis, right? And their added element of fiction is, like, some of this magic and this, like, spiritualism is real, right? And these relics do exist, and they contain real power, right? And so that's the added, you know, part of the show that, you know, is what, that's what makes it interesting, right? And so then you get to the Temple of Doom, and it's getting more real, and it's getting more out there. Um, like, you know, you straight up have, you know, a cult with a man who moves his hand through someone's flesh to remove their still beating heart. And you're building up to this, you know, idea of a climax of, you know, like, you know, where's the spiritual power going to go? And like, you know, like, what's going to happen next? Now, uh, they kind of dropped the ball with the aliens on that one. Uh, <laughs> uh, that's uh, debatable. <laughs> um, it wasn't great. But I mean, it was it was still enjoyable. And isn't there going to be another one? I'm pretty yeah, sure there's another one. Um, yeah, when's June that? June something. June or July. Gabe, what dri- what drives your love of movies? I mean, not just the indie series, but the love of movies you've had. You really have a deep knowledge. All right. So, well, <laughs> my nana, growing up, she watched a bunch of my favorite movies with me: the Back to the Future trilogy, uh-huh. the Pirates of the Caribbean movies. Those are some of my favorites. Um, the Muppet movies, <laughs> yeah, Indiana yeah. Jones, all of these things, Jurassic Park. Yeah. All of the great movies that I love have been shared with my nana. Awesome. And my Nana and I are like the same person. Okay. Which means what? Like what? what? We like the same things. Same movies, same things. So that was at, and is that the Nana whose house you live in right now? No. Okay. Different Nana. Yeah. So where would you, would you see her often? I would. Okay. Younger. Yeah. When you were younger, and she'd have the movies on, and would you have like popcorn or oh food, yeah, oh yeah, 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 snacks? Yeah, yeah. We the... put we melt extra butter and put some <laughs> on top of it. It was great. <laughs> Sounds amazing. Or yeah. It is great. Yeah. Uh-huh. Is your nana still alive? Yes. Great. Do you still get to watch movies together? Yes. Great. Good. Well, does she? 
are you still like appreciating the same movies? Yeah, 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 yeah. Perfect. That sounds <laughs> uh, like, like a great Nana. <laughs> I forget how long ago this was, but we watched for the first time, I watched for the first time The Hunt for Red October. That movie is okay at best, but my favorite part was Sean Connery. Ryan, be careful where you shoot those bullets. I'm also an impressionist. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. What's your favorite? What's your favorite impression? Uh, <laughs> I have many, many, many favorites. I know. I know you've pulled out uh, Trump before. Yeah. Oh yes. People say that this is the best that I've ever done. I don't think so. <laughs> okay. What is your What is your best? My Nana's favorite of mine is my Bernie Sanders impression. She says that this is the top 1% of the impressions that I can do. It, it was pretty. I remember hearing that one during, for the first time during Puffs, and I was like, I, you mentioned that. And I'm like, okay, okay, well, let, let, let's see what it can do. Because a lot, a lot of people do impressions, and it's not great. And I'm like, that okay, oh, I, I would, I'd believe that. I, I might actually believe that. And I, I do enjoy impressions, too. Me um, too. Not that any of mine are quality. What, but what do you They're do? fun. Uh, we, we, I don't need to speak about it here, but it's just enjoyable. It's like, cause it's like, yes, you do. What's your, Come on, Max. you can okay. cut it if you want. We're just talking. What's I, I suppose. Okay. So <laughs> the one that I am probably best at, and it might, it might not be good right now cause my, um, voice, uh, my voice is wretched, but that, that would be my doctor Doofenshmirtz. <laughs> Heinz Doofenshmirtz. I worked on that one for a while cause I had to do it for him. D&D character. That's kind of what got me into like the voice play awesome. because it ties really closely into like singing and like how you can manipulate your voice to do all these different things. Yeah. And so I'm like, oh, okay, the voice acting stuff kind of seems cool. So I looked at a couple things like how like different ways you can like modulate your voice, get different tones and create that. And I was like, okay. And I tried it and I was like, oh, this is kind of fun. And then of course, like it's, it's fun to drop in a random conversation and if something like weird comes Do up. Do this, finish this statement in Doofenshmirtz's. Uh, it's like, you're like. Uh, <clears throat> I, I don't really know how to put it, but. <laughs> it's the feeling when you make a new innator. <laughs> You vanquish your nemesis. Pair with the platypus. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think you're hitting it. Good. <laughs> nice job. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, okay. <laughs> Great, guys. Thanks. Uh, <laughs> it's funny. Sometimes I'll be talking to myself, and I'll be talking to myself in a bunch of different voices, and I won't catch myself. <laughs> yeah. You like it, though. You like yeah, it. Oh, yeah. just playing with different yeah. voices and stuff. What the heck is all this going to lead to? You're a guy who doesn't like school but loves sociability, loves voices, loves movies, loves Nana. Hates most people. <laughs> you have to, like, want to, like... Hates most people? Gabe. Is that true? Uh, I'd say so. Really? Other people if, wouldn't. If I might okay. be so bold, because you did mention that it's hard to say you hate a lot of things, I feel like maybe you don't hate people... And maybe it's just like being less social because there are obviously people you love very dearly. And so I think that like to hate people, you just have to hate. You literally have to hate being social, which you've said you very much so don't hate. Because <laughs> being with anybody is being social. And, you know, it's every, everybody's different, but it's still the same thing. And I think because I can certainly say in some ways I hate people. I think a lot of people tend to hate people because like, I mean, like, sure, you, know. like you can look like if you look online and go, I hate people because there's a lot of bad people. But it's just like people one place are different than people another, you know? And yeah. so while I, I can say, oh, I hate a lot of people at this school because I get, you know, treated poorly by some of them. I love some people at this school. 
and so it's like I don't know. Well, I mean, using your own language, yeah. it's like hate though. Hate's the whole thing. Okay. My guess is you probably <laughs> you caught me. <laughs> <laughs> My guess is you probably dislike uh, a, you know several people for for whatever reasons. I was told by my youth group leader that I don't hate people. I love people too much. What What do you think that your youth group leader was meaning by that? So he brought up the point where I most of the things that I do make people laugh. Mm. And I do it to make people laugh. To make people laugh. Yes. yes. Subconsciously, because I don't think so. I like to think that I don't care what other people think. That's what I think. <laughs> but it, he said, like, I love people too much, and I expect the best out of them because I give the best of myself, but I don't always get that, and I don't like that. Got it. Oh, my God. We might all be the same person. I'm scared. <laughs> like, wait a minute. Me too? Did that sound uh, it, familiar? It, it seems a lot like me too as well. Like, and I, I feel like I can a bit more, like, not care about what other people think of me. I certainly do a lot of things where I have to not care what other people think about me. But I also know, like, I like to make people laugh, and I like to think of the best out of everybody and get the best out of them. And, you know, sometimes it bites you when you reach out and do things like that. Yeah. And people aren't as great as you want them to be. But, you know, like you kind of mentioned, like, it's you, – you can – like, you don't hate people. You love them too much because, you know, it's – you get upset at people when you're not getting the best out of all of them because there's something good in everybody and not everybody likes to give that. Exactly. 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 You guys are speaking some uh, pretty heavy truths here, I think. Um, And that's me. Yeah. (laughs) Three minutes ago, it was Dr. Tufenschmerz and Penny Sanders. (laughs) (laughs) Funny how Three minutes ago, that's uh, like a 90 second. I know, but it's amazing how that happens. I know that you're... um, Youth group leader is important to you. Oh, yes. Yeah. Kyle, too. Yes. Kyle. And I mean, I can sense some of the reason why, but are there other like ways in which Kyle has sort of influenced you or your thinking or the ways that you um, behave around the world? You know, I'd call him my mentor in the way that I'd call you my mentor, Mr. Tooney. Um, Thank you. <laughs> you're welcome. <laughs> He's given lots of worthwhile advice that I try to follow, and I don't always do that, but it always helps out in the long run, and I can always pass it down, which is why I'm seen as the wise the wise person in my friend group. Okay. It's because you like to sh- maybe share some of these things yeah. that you believe are true, even if even if acting on them or with them is, is like, challenging sometimes. Right. Yeah. I believe that rules... Oh. <laughs> I'm going to sound like a hypocrite when I say this. Um, rules are not to control you. They are made for your best interest. <laughs> it, it's not a set of rules, more a set of guidelines. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, <laughs> like school? What? Like, like school, yes. School being, you know, encouraged, like here's a rule, you should go to school because a smarter see, society like you, that. You pointed it out. You know what I said? I oh, said I, that is I would a sound like a hypocrite. hypocrite. <laughs> <laughs> ah, ah, interesting. We got you. <laughs> uh, you. You didn't get me because I caught myself. You did get yourself. That's true. I mean, hey, I don't think people, though, I mean, I don't know. They don't need to, like, love school, like all of school to – you know, benefit from it. You know what I mean? I, 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 I think you're benefiting. You have these great friends. You are meeting good people, adults also, who 
have been um, meaningful to you? You ha- have been in the play uh, to both plays? Yeah. Freshman year as well? Uh, Puffs and Squirrel Girl, yeah. Puffs and Squirrel Girl. Um, so you've got that social group. So, I mean, you know, come on. I mean, again, again, we can't say hate school, maybe dislike some of the rules, some of the this and that, some of the papers, some of the, you know, all. I, un- I understand. But, dude, this guy has written a 54, 56 page. 76. Oh, 76 page manuscript. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Right? On? Yeah. Uh, oh. Uh, well, what is. Okay, so it's. I wrote this story. It's okay. about a private detective. All right. And uh, a private detective. He's. So the, he solves a bunch of cases. Okay. And the cases are the, peop- the B plot. They're not the main plot. Mm-hmm. The main plot is the relationships that the guy has. So in the first story, uh, his name is Jack. Jack, uh, his girlfriend is angry at him because he's not spending enough time with her. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. And the second one, he try- this is, takes place three days after the first case. He may have been hunting down a serial killer, but he's still a person and he needs a break. So he goes on a camping trip with his girlfriend and everybody won't leave him alone because he's famous for catching this famous serial killer. And like, he's like, Ugh, and he's angry at everybody. He's angry at everybody because they won't leave him alone. And there's also another plot where the victim's parents are disappointed in their kid. And they're like, what have we done? So they decide to take the extra step. Don't ever do this. And they kill him. Okay. They're killed. So the mom is like, oh, he's a disappointment. He doesn't deserve to be here. I should kill him. Oh, wow. (laughs) And the the dad is like, no, 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 no. We're not going to kill... I don't think we should kill anybody. I was a policeman. I've had to do it. I know what it's like to live with the guilt, let alone killing your own child, right? Of course. And so I'm, without giving away the ending, he eventually does get killed. Okay. The child. Yes. Yeah, okay. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. And then, so anyway, in this series, what have you, like, learned that you're trying to work on? I mean, I, I think you're kind of consistently working on it, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 Um, you know... The more I've written this, the more it feels like the main character is me. Oh, okay. I don't know if you could sound or see that I was getting really intense when I was like, nobody will leave him alone and he's getting really angry. Uh, (laughs) That feels like a familiar story. Yes. (laughs) <laughs> it, it definitely, I feel like it comes up a lot. Sometimes, in like, my writing, too, so, you know, to, not necessarily in, like, poetry read, because I think some of the things, I definitely don't want that to be me, you know? Yeah. But, like, sometimes it's easier to write, even when you're trying to see it through your own eyes. Like, if you remember my um, uh, exam submission last try, um, are you familiar with uh, Lovecraft? H- H- yes, Lovecraft? yes, yes, yes. So, and I wrote a themed piece about it, and... Uh, for me, I think the th- what makes it at least to me, I why I, the way I try and make it vivid and real and real and lifelike, I'm like is like pick like picture it through my own eyes, like like what am I doing there? What am I like seeing and sensing it beyond like what are, like what is it? But like through my own self, yeah. So that way, it's I feel like it kind of adds on like a filter of like a person, you know. It's not you're not just like describing the situation. It's now being filtered through. Like, like, well, like watching a movie and then watching the movie with like, with like the um, director's commentary. Sure. Right. It add like it's like adds a bit more than just like what is there. Sure. You can add, it. I guess to me it helps me channel some emotion and more feeling and stuff right. like that. Right. 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 I'm gonna have to cut so much of that out. You, you, <laughs> you, is that how you feel? Like, hey, I'm not only am I writing this fictional story, but I can also 
write my own sort of feelings into this character. And I love Jack, but I also hate Jack. I hate the person that he's become. I absolutely despise <laughs> his guts, but he's me, and that makes me put a mirror to myself, and I try to change stuff yeah. that I don't quite like about Jack that I see in myself. So, really, so, back to my youth group leader. He gave me a homework assignment one time that he told me that you should write a story that takes place in the future that would see what would happen if you stayed a bitter uh -huh. person. And that's uh -huh. where Jack came from. Uh huh. So inherently, yeah, awesome. it's not supposed to be a good story. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, it's supposed to be a good story, but it's not supposed to. The main yeah. character isn't supposed to be a good person. Good person, yeah. Right. So what's going to end up happening with this Jack? Hmm. Well, uh, I'm not going to give away the ending. Of course. Of course, but I'm heading into the last part, part yeah. five. It's called the Demons of LA, because Los Angeles is the city of angels. So yeah. I've found that um, title very ironic. Great. But uh, so he goes and he's a, a consultant for a detective movie and somebody gets killed on set and there's this whole thing. But he moved away from home to get away because he had nothing to live for in his hometown of New Maryland. So he moved to L.A. and he ghosted everybody. Mm. And so his best friend Jim, the, police, the retired police commissioner at this point, um, sets out to find him. You I'll need to read this. are uh, an awesome dude because you are more than willing. You're happy to write a 76-page manuscript <laughs> that's going to become 150 yeah. or more by the time it's done, probably. And yet do not give you an essay assignment, right? Mm, oh, yes. You know that too well, I don't do you? You know that too well. It's like... I will write 150 pages of a story that's in my head, but I will not write this essay. <laughs> mm -hmm. <laughs> I mean, finally, you write the essay, but uh, yeah, yeah. begrudgingly. That's that's some of that whole like I don't like being told what I must do. Yeah, yeah, it's an interesting thing. Like, I would hope over time you can harness, you know, all these different feelings: the the passion, the desire to write and tell stories. With the realization that sometimes we have to do things we don't want to do, you know? I mean, I think that that's probably true of storytellers, too. I would guess if we could interview uh, your favorite movie directors and <laughs> said, is there anything about the job you don't like? They'd quickly say yes, you know? I'm sure they right. that's the case. Because it's the case for everybody, you know? Um, but it's like managing that. And I think once you harness that, once you manage that, like... Um, yeah, you can, you'll be able to accomplish a lot, you know? So, yeah. Um, so we're, we're kind of out of time. Uh, did we no. forget? Yeah. Did we forget something that's I, like I, really I, important about what makes up the what? one and only Gabe Gardner? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't, can you think of anything? Friendship, writing, movies, not liking school. That seems to kind of cover Impressions. It. Impressions. Just out of curiosity, do you, do you do any other clubs? So you said you're in drama club. Do you participate in anything else? Just out of curiosity. Uh, I, mean, I, can, I, I mean, I can see you being in like, I mean, there's a video game club, chess club, D&D club. Okay, I'm part of D&D, &D, but it's not really my thing. I tried it out for a couple sessions and I'm like, eh. so I've started to like step away from that. And high school D&D &D as well. I won't take up too much time to any. It's <laughs> definitely different. When I, 
I that's how I learned my freshman year was through the old D and D club. And well, first of all, we played the game very, very wrong because no one actually owned the book. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, it very much so is completely different than any other game of D and D I have played. Even between um, my two closest friends, and we have a pretty serious game going on, and we joke. But it's a lot different than the scenario at high school. And if you find it to be something that like, as like an in, like between you and D and D, if you've if you kind of enjoyed that, and you go, I could enjoy this, but maybe I just need a bit different. Uh, environment, I'd still keep trying out. It is very different between like doing it at school with my two best friends, with my coworkers at Men's Warehouse, with all my girlfriend's <laughs> friends at her high school. I've tried a lot of different stuff. And everyone is different, so it's yeah. like that's cool. Yeah, it's cool. It's, love uh, people. Yeah, it's, <laughs> <laughs> or at least not hate them. Yeah, <laughs> right, Gabe. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Max, when can you ask that of great course. last question of ours? So, Gabe, have you ever watched one of our episodes before? Listened. I always listened. have to tell watched, you. <laughs> listen. Have you ever listened <laughs> to one of our episodes before, Gabe? Snippets. Snippets? Okay, well, first of all, go change that. Go watch some episodes. Come all on, right. man. And watch. Listen. <laughs> listen. <laughs> now you got two of us. See, yeah, Max. that's right. <laughs> <laughs> so... If you ever listened to one of our episodes before, at least the end snippet, you would know that there's usually a question we like to ask. So, Gabe, if you could ask everybody, or if you could give everybody listening a piece of advice, what would that be? <laughs> Interesting. Uh, I was not prepared for that. Um, they usually are if they've listened to the <laughs> well i'm sorry uh-huh. no 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 you have to just go listen to all 280 episodes oh, 280 tonight. what am i 285 285 yeah mm-hmm. i guess i know more about your podcast than you think <laughs> <laughs> so that advice that uh, uh i what do you think hmm 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 that's a tough question that's a really tough question because I can't give a single piece of advice to every single person ever. Well, what's so the what a lot of people find it's the advice they give to themselves. Like I know if I were you, I already yeah. know what I'd say. I thought about that ten minutes ago, but that's <laughs> up to you to decide. You oh. thought about the advice that you would give if you were Gabe? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> that's a, a, ten minutes ago. Yep. Beautiful. I, <laughs> I'm okay, I do that with everybody. Don't, right, share don't it. What's the what's um, the advice you'd give if you were Gabe Carter, Maxim? It makes a great title too, which is part of why I thought of it. Mine would just be "Don't be Jack," right? Don't be Jack because you you know your mentor mentioned you know like you know write this like I think the point the point of the exercise is to you know realize what you could be and to not want to be that and you're you're supposed to hate that right and so then it's just you know just like be open and like just love people. And, you know, you can love people so much that you hate them, and that's okay. But as long as you can, like, love and, you know. Yeah, the bitter, the bitter version of the, the, the doing the opposite. So, like, loving so like much or having expectation of people and them not giving you back what you want. My experience has told me that's far better than just being bitter and not expecting anything from people. Then you'll end up alone. And right. that's no good. You know who that sounds like to me? Ebenezer Scrooge. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I admire Charles Dickens' Christmas Carol. 
and I love Scrooge as a character, but I also hate Scrooge. Yeah, sure. Because that's where the whole thing with the write the story about yourself if you stayed a bitter person was cool. where yeah, Scrooge cool, cool. came from Scrooge. Mm-hmm. So don't be Jack slash Scrooge. Yeah, sure. I'll steal that. Yeah. <laughs> don't be Jack? He's going don't with be it. Jack. <laughs> Gabe, you know, uh, you know uh, that I think you're awesome, and uh, thanks for being on the show. Yeah. That's it for this week's episode of the Share Chair Podcast. Follow us at Facebook, Instagram, Apple Podcasts, Twitter at The Share Chair, and be sure to listen on our Spotify and SoundCloud or on our website, thesharechairpodcast.com. This has been The Share Chair Podcast. Until next time.